Good morning, good morning, good morning. I want to take time out to talk today about what's the biggest plight yet the biggest black and brown churches. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about those today because I think it's about time we do it. Churches are supposedly the place you get the message of God, the message of Jehovah, the message of Jesus, the message of Christ. It's supposed to be through the church. But the fact of the matter is the fact that it's the biggest farce in the community because the reason I say that is because look at it. The Christian, the black church and the brown church protects pedophiles. They protect murderers. They protect Criminals that have destroyed the community. They have tried to protect the drug dealers because the drug dealer gives them X amount of dollars. They protect the thug down the street because he does has done this for the church. So when the place can get bought, the morals of the situation, the system can be brought. What makes you really think it's for our benefit? I mean, for Christ's sake, the black church has allowed Trump in their, their buildings on numerous occasions. The Brown Church has let Trump in the office on numerous occasions, but we have heard we're retarded amount of times that Trump is racist. He doesn't he doesn't like brown people, he doesn't like people of color. So why do we continue to patronize an establishment that can be brought? Why do we continuously put our money and our tribes, our dollars and things like that into a multi billion dollar business that has not given one dollar back out to us? Because we under the illusion, man. We under deep under the illusion of church and under the illusion of what Jesus would want us to do, what God would want us to do. We're not looking within ourselves to see what we would like to do, what we could do, what is moral, what is a moral high ground. As kids, what's right and wrong? Our parents taught us this, but we spend millions and billions of dollars a year. To a church with a deity that tells you what's right and wrong. And still do what's wrong. See, we I'm under the illusion that black and brown people don't really give a goddamn about what's right. Nor do they give a damn about what's wrong. Because what's wrong seems to pay the bills. What's wrong seems to entertain you. What's wrong seems to you know, make you feel complete at night. Let's look at the facts. The most of the country's black billionaires or brown billionaires are reverence. We look at T.D. Jake's income. You know what I mean? I'm about to tell you that right now. Give me a second, please. You know what I'm We look at T.D. Jake's. He has a company called Ministry Incorporated. We're going to look at T.D. Jake's net worth right now. 2020. We're going to search it up. Why is loading up, you know? He's worth around $20 million. He's worth $20 million. He has an app 
on the phones. TDJ Ministries is worth 140 million. Okay? That's, that's a little snippet of what I'm talking about. Like, but see, the thing about it is, the reason I'm bringing up this moral concept and the more the thing about this, I, I come, it seems like I unknowingly, unconsciously, moral contract with the church. Our ministries and our Christians are making millions upon millions of dollars a year and have yet to give one iota, one percentage, one even half a percentage back to any of us this recent coronavirus pandemic we have learned these companies they have worth billions of dollars the new lacks or the new bands or the fucking Rolls Royce or the Jags looking nice looking pretty but supposed to be I'm the messenger from God now, I'll be honest with you. I sat around one day bored at work for a couple of months because I was working in the call center. Bored out my fucking mind. I became an ordained minister. Out of boredom and out of simple knowledge of the Bible, I became an ordained minister. They told me now, after I got my certification, they told me what I qualified for. See what you qualify for. See, if you qualify for anything, it's, it's, it's qualifications for a, God, a job. That's what they're telling you. These have resume-building job opportunities to establish churches and things like that. So they told me, what you could do now, you could be a minister at a, church, at a prison. You could be a minister at a local community centers. You could be a minister at X, Y, and Z. And this is a salary requirements they have to pay you they have to i have to be i'm monetized and my financial income has to be no less than eighty thousand a year mind you when you acknowledge that you're a reference and you establish a community center or church it's non-taxable so if i'm making eighty thousand a year and brother x or brother z come up to me they struggling with this, this sister Mary or sister Sally, I am not financially responsible to give them anything. Correct? But me morally, being the person that I am, being the black man that I have been raised to be, I help the brother. I help the sister. I help them together. I unify them. I bring them together and talk to them and be community. You know what I mean? See, I'm not a minister. I'm not a reverend. Even though I feel as my calling is to be a speaker of truth and speak of profound words. But I know what I do is different. Like, I don't live by the concept of Christian morality. I don't live in the mindset of a Christian. I don't live in the mindset of a Baptist, I don't live with the mindset of a Muslim I don't live in the mindset of a Jew I don't live in the mindset of a Hindu I don't live in the mindset of a Buddhist But I do live in a moral mindset I don't need a church to tell me 
what's morally right, what's morally wrong, what's good for me to do, what's wrong for me to do. I don't need a church to tell me these things. My mom beat my ass enough to make me know right from wrong and things like that. So have all of us. Many of us have grew up in households. We got our asses whooped for doing wrong. We got our asses beat for talking out of turn, for cursing, for stealing, for fighting, for things like that. We got our asses whooped for these things. So why do we need a church and pay a billion dollars to a churching system to tell us what's right and wrong? I'm, I'm confused. Okay, I have told you before that you have a God inside of you. Right? Because even your damn church tells you that. The church even tells you it's a God in you. Correct? But yet, you don't want to follow that. The top notion that you have a God inside of you because you're afraid to tap into it. Because once you tap into that, you can no longer be a fool. You can no longer be played by the system. See, now we know the church was revived by white people. They gave you a white Jesus. They gave you a white book. See, they gave you a white Jesus contrary to the description of this man. Contrary. It was very contradictory. Very contradictory. This man, the description in the Bible said his hands were like wolves. His hand was that of a burnt bronze. I don't know about you. I've never seen a brown piece of bronze that was in the light, like there was no skin. I, he had brown eyes. He had hair like wool. I've never seen a white person with hair like wool. I mean, I've seen black people with fur hair, yeah. I've seen that. Too. Shit, I've seen black people part their hair. Because they hate themselves that much, they have black parts in their hair. And put chemicals in their hair and destroy the texture of their naturally given hair. A white person produce a black one. Never in the history of nobody. I've ever seen a black or two white people breed together and have a white person. Move like a black person. I've seen that. I've seen that. But I've seen two black people move, breed together and make a white. We have had a white person. We have Asian looking babies. We have had a third of a third of a Lead the finances, the church. See, let's look, let's look at this number. These numbers right here. We looking for black churches like you. Three things I learned by going to the black church. Okay. Number one was reverence for God. Number two, encouragement. 
to trust God's plan. And number three, the importance of community. And number three should be the other two is telling you to trust as a deity that you don't know if it's alive or dead. But don't get me wrong, there's a creator, there's a higher power. But you know what I mean? Okay. Let's look at this. Kirk Franklin. A lot of us listen to him. Kirk Franklin, which a lot of people look to for solids and you know what I'm saying, all that stuff in the face of God. He even told you he don't know if the church is real, if God is real. Kirk Franklin is worth $10 million. Okay? That's pretty worth So we're going to listen to him a little bit. Okay, listen to this. Listen. So, I can't pull it up. But... have seen our demise of many black church we have seen many of us lose our we have seen many of us lose our homes 